behind home plate. We bringing it to them all day. All day. You know what's up? Welcome to Birdland. Birdland. Win or lose, we bringing it to you always. Always. You know what's up? Welcome to Birdland. Orange or black, we rebuild the pack. No matter where we at, you know we coming back. Section 336, we on this, so tune in. Tune in. You know what's up? Welcome to Birdland. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to Birdland. You know what's up? from section 336. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Baltimore sports fans of all ages, welcome to section 336, Next Generation Baltimore Sports Talk. I am your Indian Center host, Matt Roca. As always, and in person, I'm joined by the button lever, Josh Roca. Hey, it takes us a few weeks to get together. Yeah. Had internet problems for the past two weeks. Yeah. First me, then you. But uh, it's not like anything's gone on in Oriole baseball to talk about. Yeah, well, I feel my internet issues were more excusable because I was in Bumpus, Virginia, I, with my internet issues. I was, you were in a. I was in a five star. A, a nice hotel. I was in a five star resort in the Keys. That for some reason the internet couldn't work. Oh, five star. No is sense. that a uh, bathrobe situation there in the hotel? Bathrobes. There were no bathrobes. Mm, okay. But there were dolphins and okay. uh, iguanas. Was it iguanas? Yeah, iguanas. Have you ever seen an iguana? Uh, sure. Do you know how big an iguana is? I think they're a good size. I thought iguanas were like little, like pocketable animals. Weren't iguanas like when it gets cold, they just drop from trees randomly? Isn't yeah. that the iguana? Yeah, that's the iguanas. When yeah, they yeah. get cold in Miami, they just fall from the trees. Yeah, yeah. That's why I thought iguanas were little pocketable like animals, like the chameleon on um, Entangled. Yeah. Or, or like, whatever that show was, Tangled. Is it an iguana on um, Door of the Explorer? Isn't there an iguana buddy on that one? No, there's a monkey. No, I think there's an iguana somewhere. No, in no. There. There's Boots, the monkey. Yeah, yeah. And there's a cow. There's a, there's not a cow in Door of the Explorer. Hold on. The girls are with us. Girls, is there an iguana in... There's a map and a backpack and a monkey. There's no iguana? No, no. no. Is there no. a children's cartoon that has an iguana? No, there is not. All right. Um, but iguanas are like bigger than cats. It's like the size of a small dog. Yeah, but... But they and they just roam around free, like I think did I send you the video of it just climbing on the pool? Yeah, like on the uh, pool lounge chair. It doesn't care that people are there. So I also went to the Everglades and saw a bunch of alligators close up. And Look did, at you, Josh, out in the wild. I know. And I did a fan boat ride. Have you ever done a fan boat ride? No, I've never done a fan boat ride. And I'll tell you right now, I w- will never do a fan boat ride. Do you know what a fan boat is? Yes, I've seen them in on on such shows where. You know the the boat is motored by those big old fans in the back. I've seen them on yeah on the on on the telly. Yeah, and you got you got to wear the big ear protection uh, headphones. Oh, you did because they're yeah, loud. Because they're so loud. Yeah, but it was cool. Got to see a bunch of animals. Good. I'm glad you had that experience. See, we've been busy in these two weeks. I also went to Key West. Totally different experience than the Everglades. Yeah. All right. So, can I can imagine? But yeah, that's why we haven't podcast in two weeks because of internet issues. Yeah. And we've been to some Oriole games in, in, in the meantime. Yeah. I went to a Friday night game. You went to a Saturday night game. You saw a better game than, than I did. Yeah, I did. And uh, and I found out I found out this morning. But I got the better giveaway, I think. I, I found out this morning yeah. that the Zany Burt Roadie was also at the game that I went to. Oh, that's funny. And I don't know why we never texted each other. That's funny. We didn't know it. Yeah. So, But now we're together. And the Outer Banks, so we get to record together. Yeah. And then hopefully record some more stuff this week. Yeah, maybe make up for the missing two weeks. What's the chances that we get Bert to talk on the microphone this week? Um, you seem rather confident 
Um, I, I would put that number at 20%. I think it depends if we record during the day. Yeah. You got to get Bert in the right mood. I, I I think the girls, though, are having a fun time playing games while we're podcasting. Yeah. I think they're entertained by us just talking is, to ourselves. This is a multi-use facility we're in, a multi-use room. The, the right. table the we're other, at used to eat dinner, now used for games and podcasting. Right. Other people do listen to us. We don't just talk to each other. Yeah. Did we, well... Maybe it would be fun if we just recorded this each week and it was just us listening to ourselves. No, you know what? It's a good point for me to say to say uh, hi to Eric like I do every year because I always see his dad at the middle school camp I go to, Christian, and uh, he uh, I, we sent always send him a selfie. And this year's response was, "Why haven't you recorded in three weeks?" Yeah, well, it's so glad people are asking questions because we, we usually don't take weeks off, and it's good when people ask questions. Yeah, so we have, there's at least one listener, and yeah. a couple other people have sent us DMs and stuff. So. We're going to take care of you this summer. Hopefully some extra stuff this week. All right. Well, I wrote a list of topics. And so I'm going to read the list and you just tell me what you want to start with. All right. This is topics we've missed over the past two weeks. Yeah. I'll start with my first topic here is Masson, which I didn't even know was a topic, but you told me it was a topic. So I put it on here. All right. Yes. The the draft upcoming. It's sneaking up on us. It's in four days. All right. MLB draft. All right. I now don't like the timing of the draft. I liked it a couple of years ago when they changed it. Now I don't. But moving on. Uh, All-star game. Oh, yeah, we got our selections. Yeah, I think so we should definitely touch on that. that we better talk on that because we're, we're on pace to schedule with that. That's not catch up. All right. But the other topics were Jordan Westberg call up. We missed the Jordan Westberg call up. We did up. miss it. Is that um, old news yet? No, I think, I mean, we're still a weekend. I think that's right. still, still right, we'll relevant. Um, which leads to an, a larger discussion, I think, about a crowded infield. Yeah. Which is related to a discussion about a crowded outfield. Elias said, on the game a couple of days ago, that Cowser is a phone call away. He's ready. There's just no spot for him right. now. So right. Cowser in the crowd outfield, I think, is another topic we need I, to I, touch on. I thought we might have seen the, t- the call today. Yeah, so with the Hayes injury. Yep. So, all right, let's get to that. Uh, and then more recently, we just watched the first game of what feels like a really big series in the Bronx and a, versus two teams fighting it out for second place. And a tough loss. So oh, it kind of yeah. goes on to our struggles this past week. Right, which my last topic was our offensive slump recently, and how big of a concern is that? All yeah. right, but, but but let's start. You want to start with the All Star game? Yeah, you got to spin the wheel and just land on All Star game. Yeah, let's. We'll do All Star game and Jordan Westberg. Let's get those. And right. If we have time for anything else, we'll, all right. So we got four selections. By now, everybody knows. Yeah, four first time selections, which is kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Four first. <laughs> yes, they are all. Isn't four. that fun? The first time you selected the All Star game. Yes. All right. So we got Adley Rutschman. Yeah. Which we all knew was happening. Yeah, that was a surprise. No, are you, were you upset, mad, disappointed, angry, frustrated no, that we, he, he wasn't a starter? No, because I got to feel good for Jonah Heim. Yeah. Friend of the show, knows family, so went to ball games with his family. His grandmother used to send us mail. Yeah. As long time, three, three, six or so now. Yeah, I remember sitting down having a good long conversation with his dad about yep. Jonah. I remember I was really into at what age do you know that he's good? Like, can you tell at five that Jonah Heim is going to be a right. special player? Um, uh, his, his dad's got a nice Orioles tattoo. Yeah. Thanks to Jan Duquette. I bet he has an athletics tattoo as well now. And probably, and probably a Texas yeah. Rangers tattoo. Yeah. Um, but no. Oh, Texas Rangers tattoo, yes. But yes. He, was, he was on Oakland for yeah, a little yeah, bit, yeah. yeah. Um, but no, to see Jonah Heim get selected, I know it sucks that he went up against Adley Rushman. Do you want to start about how lame the all-star voting is, or is that just obvious? Yeah, it's kind of embarrassing. I feel like it's, it's embarrassing. I mean, if, if, you, if you looked at a breakdown, it was like 
Blue Jay, Blue Jay, Ranger, Ranger, Blue Jay, Ranger, Ranger, Blue Jay. Well, and and they made it worse this year with the, hey, three days before voting ends, we're going to clear the deck except for the top two vote getters. Yeah. And you vote again. I couldn't really keep up with that. No, it's too much work. And um, I see, and I read people on Twitter and they're like, I voted 500 times. Yeah. And props to you. How like, many times maybe, did you vote? Once. Just so I could say I voted. Okay. Good for you. You voted zero times. Yeah, yeah. Because you're a fake fan. No, I'm uh, one of these... Um, it's rigged. It doesn't matter. I'm not voting. Okay. Well, you can thank, I guess Adley Rushman can thank you for Jonah Heim. No, but if you also look at, like Jonah Heim is not just front of the show. He's deserving. His statistics are deserving. Yeah. Um, he was a later round guy. That was the draft. We picked a bunch of catchers. He was our um, th- third catcher yeah, that year, Yeah, I'm pretty year, sure it was, right? it was Cisco and then friend of the show, Alex, Alex Murphy. Murphy. Um, and then Jonah Heim. And so if you were taking bets, which one to make the all-star game first, I bet Jonah Heim would have been last on that list. But yeah. Uh, no, Jonah Heim turned out to be the best of, of the bunch. Right. Alex had a much better forecast. Yeah. He, and he, he got a real nice signing bonus. Yeah. And he's out of baseball. Yeah, injuries. Injuries for Alex, unfortunately. Um, and Chancisco, we, we, I mean, we're well experienced with Chancisco. <laughs> yeah, no need We've to go there. more than enough experience with Chancisco. So good for Jonah Heim. We feel good about that. Yep. Um, and maybe this sets up for a, you know, ninth inning Batista to Rutschman save, you know. I mean, that's the way you set it up, so you get yeah. the hugs at the end. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't really want to see Rutschman hugging like a Yankee pitcher or anything. Yeah, I don't either. So that makes it a little awkward. So, so we feel good about Adley. Um, Roke is not starting, no, and no one even. I mean, when you look at the guy's statistics, it'll mention eight All Stars. You never know who started, who didn't start. Right. All right. Um, th- so then we go to the the next. I think. Batista expected is, is yeah Batista who's just statistically having the strikeout numbers for him stand out that he yeah. just strikes out two guys every inning he and you only pitch against three guys <laughs> you, only, you know you only get three outs so was, if two of them are strikeouts it's pretty good right he, and he was the June June again reliever of the month I think that's his second time getting it this year twenty one strikeouts zero walks yeah doesn't so, get better than that no pretty obvious that the mountains going yes uh, and great for him a great another great story right yep. Came out of nowhere last year and um, has been a stud. Next surprising, I think maybe we disagree on the next surprising because earlier yeah, I said, or Cano. Yeah, I thought he was in the, the next. See, I think Cano's a surprise because you never see guys, you never see pitchers make the All Star game that's not a starter or a closer. Yeah. Now the problem with Cano is in twenty eight other teams he could be their closer. Right. He could be our closer if we didn't have Batista. Right. He would be. So he's a, it's a tricky. Yeah. So it's exciting for Cano to get that honor as well. Yeah. Agreed. It's exciting for Cano. And he was really, I mean, his comments were, I don't know if you read some of his comments, but they were like, he was like, he's so grateful that well, he's putting so much into the game and that baseball kind of, he's gotten this back. It, and didn't, I like we, the comments. didn't we get Cano for the Lopez trade? Yes. So, and that's where we were all concerned about, hey, we're trading an all-star. Yeah. And turns out we got someone who's been better. <laughs> Yeah. And Lopez. So yeah. Mike Elias might know what he's doing. He right. might know what he's right. doing. You can trust him a little bit. Uh, yeah. And he was like, um, and he wasn't even the main piece of that trade. But whatever. That's, it, it turned out to be a great trade um, for the Orioles and Cano. If you were to ask kind of pre, before the season started, that's by far the most surprising guy to make yeah, the All-Star Nobody game. knew who he was before you know, the season name, started. Now he's yeah. an All-Star. Yep. So it's been a pleasant surprise and a big reason why the Orioles are where they are. Right. Um, and to me, what I thought was a big surprise was, and, and not because he doesn't deserve it, but just the competition is tough in the outfield, and that's Austin Hayes. So yeah, good for all, Austin. We all knew he had the the numbers. 
that the he deserved numbers it. numbers and yeah. But but outfield is where you get lost all the time. Yeah, there's just a, a list of really great players, and so it's it's I mean quite the honor to be in a to be an outfielder and make the All Star game with all that competition. So good for Austin Hayes. Yep. Uh, um, and we've already, I mean, the Austin Hayes is a great story because here's a guy who's been around the world for a while now. And we always said, if he can just stay healthy, if he can just stay healthy. And, uh, so far this year, I was, I'm saying this, he's, he's kind of backed say, up right you're, now. You're saying but, this as he took the night he's not on IL or anything, but, uh, but he's had a healthy first half of the year and he's shown what he can do. So a very good half for, for Austin Hayes. Yeah. Um, have you seen any update about Hayes? I didn't see any conversation during the game or anything besides being day to day. Yeah, so I don't think he's going to go to the IL, it looks like. I would be surprised at this point. Right. Um, but it also could be a thing where you wait to see how it feels tomorrow, and if it drags on a couple of days, then you can make the move retroactively. But um, Right. Understand you also that. have the All-Star break a week away, so yeah, I don't know how that much factors in. Yeah. But he's going to have a break up here coming soon. Well, and that goes into later on the Kowser conversation of, do they give Hayes rest to bring room to bring him up, or does that make things too complicated for after the All Star game? Yeah, I don't. I mean, and again, we can talk about the Westbrook thing too. But Westbrook was brought up here to play every day. I don't see Kowser being brought up for a week and sent back down. I don't. I don't see that as a scenario. I think when they bring Kowser mm-hmm. up, they want to bring him up for good. No, and that's yeah. The other All Star game thing I want to bring up, and this because jerseys. Uh, no, I, I don't. Know, you know, I don't not care. Here, but. Yeah, if you want to talk about jerseys, Josh, I'll give you the Florida. Well, I just think it's stupid talk. that they wear, like, team jerseys instead of go back to when we were kids and wear your team. Like, wear Oriole jerseys during the All-Star game. Right. Not Seattle Mariners-inspired jerseys. Right. But they're just doing that to sell more jerseys, right? Yeah, it's all money. Yeah. But which one looks cooler when you're flipping TV channels? It's way cooler to watch the game with all the random jerseys oh, out on the field I and agree. see your team out there. Yeah, I agree. I think that's fun. Speaking of which, Josh... Do you think this comes up, I feel like, every year? Um, now we're in a little different... I feel like we're in a different space with this question, being how the Orioles, you know, had four representatives. Oh, is this the Aubrey Huff? Should, Not Aubrey Huff, uh, Ty Wigginton discussion? Yeah, exactly. Should every team be representing the All-Star game? I, where, where do you stand on this? Should I it saw, be the best players or should it be every team? I saw this conversation on Twitter yeah, that's this house. week. Yeah, uh, I love the rule. And I was talking with Bert about it. Today out in the pool. Okay. Um, and I think he's in the same thing. I like the rule because you want, you would like to think that every team has at least one player worthy of making the all-star team. Now, I know we've had Ty Wigginton. Yeah. And he didn't deserve it. But there's something special about seeing every team out there. And I think that's part of seeing your team jersey out there is also part of that that adds to that versus... Yeah, a mixture because now when you all wear the same special uniform, you can't tell watching it whether all teams are represented or not. Yeah, but yeah, if you can give the Braves eight players, you can give the Nationals one slot. Yeah, I don't know if, and I I'd have to go back and look at it. I don't even know if Ty Wigginton got an at bat. If he did, he probably just got one insignificant at bat. Like you have enough guys on there that you don't, you can save your, you know, right. You can hide your your underperformed players. But I agree. I think it's important that. Every team, especially, I mean, I can't. It, it's, a, it's a fake game. I, I don't want to get mad here, but Oriole fans who are against every team being represented, I feel like are, are knuckleheads because well, I think, how many I times think, would we not have a representative if they didn't do that role? I think you weren't a fan before 2012, if that's how you feel. Maybe. Because, 
Yeah, I, I remember even those bad teams. It was fun to see the one aura represented. I thought that was cool. And certainly for kids, right? Like I want, even if the Orioles were terrible, I want to be able to watch the All-Star game and, you know, have Silas recognize one player at least. Yeah, exactly. Of, of his fans. So, yeah, and I think it's, thing. it's... it's a It's a good thing. All right. Um, all right, so are we good with the All-Star game? You, oh, oh, on, uh, just other note here too. Um, Adley Rutschman, home run derby. Oh yeah, uh, love good it about that. Love it. His dad's gonna pitch to him. I saw. Yeah, love it. Right. I don't. I don't believe in the whole. It throws off your swing and it's gonna screw you up for the second half, or any of that stuff. Okay. I think have fun, relax. It's back in. It's out in the West Coast, so it's like his type of his area. That's probably why I got the invite. Is because it's Seattle and he's an Oregon boy, but. Um, yeah, I have. I I love it. You have any issue with him in there? It doesn't bother you at all that he's not a power hitter. <laughs> this is. A, I mean, I would have rather seen a, a, a contest for who hits the most home runs, and he's not a home run hitter. Does yeah, that, but we had Trey Mancini in there, and he didn't really. He wasn't your. He was more of a home run hitter. I feel like than Adley yeah, Rutschman. but that was again a good story. Yeah, if, if yeah, I'd rather see Santander in there. I'd rather see Gunner in there. But I mean. It is what it is. All right. No, I'm excited to see Adley. I'm glad he's in there. I think it's going to be fun. It's always fun to get representation. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I wouldn't consider if you, if you, the home run derby is for the great home run hitters. I don't consider Adley part of that discussion. But um, I'm, I'm happy he's going to be in there. It's going to be fun. And he has a great personality. And he'll have fun with it. And I think he, they certainly want to promote young stars like Adley. So Exactly. And it. I think that's the key is you want Adley to be the face of baseball. Yeah. And, and they're totally building him. And they're trying to grow it beyond Baltimore with how they did, like, the mic'd up in, in New York and everything. Sure. So I have no problem. I totally understand putting Adley in there. I see what you're saying about there should be a power hitter or whatever, but I can't complain about uh, Adley. And Adley has 11 home runs this year. Santander has 14. Right. Uh, so Henderson, Mountcastle have 11. So if you're saying he's not a home run hitter, the only guy on the Orioles that hits more is Santander. Yeah, but in terms of power hitting and just hitting the ball hard consistently. Yeah, be Gunner. Sure, Gunner, Mountcastle, Santander are all more power hitters than sure. Rutschman, who is kind of does it all, right? Right, but I want Rutschman to be the face of this organization. Yeah. All right, and, and well, you say that now, Josh, but when the, Austin, when the home run derby happens and... and no, he's uh, going to be knocked out in the first round. Well, I was going to say, and Adley takes the first four pitches... Because it's not right down well, the that, middle. That'd be a gunner. That'd be a gunner issue as well. Yeah, yeah. Trying to work the count of a home run derby, then you hey, might start having, having his, questions his, about it. His dad is pitching to him. Yeah, is that a good idea or a bad idea? Yeah. Well, I mean, I thought I mean, Tyler, Tyler, Tyler Wells pitched today. He gave up two more home runs. That that might not be a terrible idea either. Yeah. So you're saying just bring on some of our own staff? Yeah. Bring okay. our middle relief pitchers. Yeah. So, Bring back Tommy Hunter, maybe. Right. I, I have a few guys who... No, I just wonder, like, is that some pressure on your dad as well to pitch? Because you can you can always get mad at your dad and say, and then hit home runs because you didn't throw him over the middle. Yeah. You were throwing all this junk to me. And that's fine. I mean, Adley's going in. He's not Pete Alonso here. He's going in with no expectations. So right. it doesn't really matter what he does. So. All right, but Kinda no, like, I like it. So, All-Star, uh, so home run derby is Monday night. Next Monday and All Star Games next Tuesday. Okay, so uh, we'll probably record next week after Adley gets knocked out. All right. Um, 
Also, things happening before that. I'm going to touch on this briefly. I don't know if you have any thoughts on this. Um, the Orioles are picking lower this year, but... On the draft? Friday, the draft. I, I haven't even looked. I hate that the draft... All right. When they made the draft change, I liked it because it added something fun to All-Star, All-Star Week. Yeah, especially when you're but picking here's the problem. number one. Here's the problem. Is now we're good, and, and now I don't want Michael Elias dealing with draft picks. I want mm. Michael Elias and company focused on trade candidates and free agency and what we can do to make this team better this year. Not in three, four, five years. Yeah. And it so becomes, I'd rather, it's like, send this back to December. Yeah. Like, let me focus on making the team better now. Yeah. And it does. Like, it, it moves, changes the time clock from all your, it's not just Mike Elias, it's all the, all, what are the scouts doing? Yeah. Instead of scouting my, my, my talents for trades, you're scouting college baseball and these, whatever events they have for all these baseball right. players. It's weird. When we were a team that didn't matter. And all we had to hope for was the draft. It made sense. And we were yeah. like, oh, yeah, this is exciting. But now I don't like it. I yeah. don't want it to take focus away. It's like, why not in December? Yeah, well, Orioles picked 17th. So the lowest by far under in the Mike Elias era. Uh, but, I mean, Mike Elias so far is crushing the draft. I have no doubt he'll crush again this draft. Right. I can't talk names. I'm no. not I'm not that level, but no, no, no. Maybe maybe later this week we can do a little research. Yeah. But no. So when's the draft? Friday. This Friday. Yep. Yep. All right. So maybe then maybe let's do that. We can do our draft show after they choose the names. Yeah, I think that's better and then we can read what people wrote about them. Yeah, and, exactly. Uh the scouting reports and stuff. It's better for us. Because yeah. the draft picks that I know about is and this isn't, you didn't even bring this up on your notes, but the, now the number one prospect in baseball is once again an Oriole. Uh, yeah, I, I, the, the timing of that, I'm, uh, I didn't know if that fell under. Yeah, that fell under the past two weeks. Okay. That fell under our, our time off. So okay. Jackson Holiday now the top. So we had Adley. Yeah. Then we had Gunner. And now we got Jackson Holiday. For this year and next year, presumably. Yeah. Unless he gets knocked off the top spot. Um, he's, he's not a guy that's going to graduate anytime soon from that list no i mean maybe next year maybe the I, end of next year i could see him up mid-season next year yeah i i mean well, i'm curious to see what what they uh when well, they move him to Bowie because he's put the numbers at aberdeen um all year so i'm curious to see at what point do they move him to Bowie. uh and and i think because if you can depending on how many days he can get at Bowie, kind of he can go to Norfolk all the faster. So if he can get half a season in a buoy, maybe you can make an argument at the beginning of next year he belongs in to start at Norfolk. Yeah. Um, I w- and then go from there. I was looking at that. Uh, yeah. He did get um, selected uh, for what? The Futures game? Yeah. Yes. So for the American League Futures game. And it was, he went to Aberdeen on April 24th. So he's been there a while. Right. So you you feel like it'd be time to move him up to Bowie. I was looking yeah. at that stuff, and I wonder how much of that is other guys moving to make room for him. So like if Kalser comes up, you can then move Kerstead to Triple A, and then you can move shift him up, something like that. Yeah, I don't think anyone. I don't know. I don't think anyone else matters besides. Hol- I think they're gonna do what's good for Holiday. I don't think they care about anything else. And I, I don't. I don't think they're going to be. We've seen them be really slow with Westberg. Let's get to Jordan Westberg in yes. second, and I, just really slow. And and Kowser too, really slow with the call up. I mean, Westberg's twenty four. Um, Henderson, they were faster on. Rutschman, I thought they were going to be faster on him, but then there was 
you know, a little injury. The COVID year, then a little injury. But um, Holiday has better numbers than all those guys, right? All of them. So he's I, destroying it. Yeah, I think he's going to be a fast mover. I remember Gunner was up here at 21. I, I think Holiday's going to move up the system fast. And yeah, no, it reminds me of Machado. Yeah. Where he's young and just killing it. Yeah. He's and, 19 years old. Yep. And so I think, yeah, I, I expect him to be up here next year if he continues playing like this. Um, around this time next year, I think you could make an argument for Holiday. So that's. Yeah, that's exciting to have to have a, a another offensive and, and defensive weapon. Um, from what everyone says, he's going to be the shortstop. So move over Gunner, you know, move over Westbrook. He's your right. shortstop of the future. And so, well, no, you got Westbrook at second, Gunner at, at third, and and Holiday at short. Yeah, and Kobe Mayo at first. So that's a stellar infield right there. And uh, you think Matt Castle's coming back fast? At first, or do you think they're really working them slow at Triple A? I think the are they really, or is he done? I think the vertigo thing is really spot? weird. I think the vertigo thing is really weird. I think there's nothing to do with losing his spot. I think, well, he's playing well now at Norfolk. I know, but I think vertigo is weird. So you think he's still? <laughs> I know vertigo is weird, but is he still struggling with it? I, I he must be. I think he'd be up here if he wasn't. Wait, yeah. I don't think Ryan Michaels is working on things really. O'Hearn got two uh, RBIs tonight. Yeah, I mean, I think they'll do the. Maybe more of the platoon situation with O'Hearn, but you can always make room. You can always move someone to DH. Uh, you can you can make room for both these guys in the lineup. Right. So I, I think it's Vertigo still getting back related. All right, then back to shortstop. Why is Mateo still on this team? I, I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, he didn't do anything tonight. What? Why is? But I know why he's on the team why? because he's got a huge ceiling. Um, we saw what he did in April. Yeah, but why is there he's a reason? They, is there a reason they can't send him down to Norfolk to work on his work on the bat? I don't know if he has options yet. He has. I don't. I, I would doubt he has options left. Oh, um, okay. He's 99th percentile in defense. Like he's a great defensive player. He's you know one of the fastest players in baseball. So I'm, that's why he's on the team. Now, why is he starting? I don't know why he's starting. Uh, I don't know why he's playing them. She is. His at bats are not just bad. I mean, his at-bats are not just producing outs. They're just, they're ugly, ugly, right. ugly, ugly And if you remember in April, he was one of the best players in baseball. Right, he was. And we were talking about how, like, is this finally, is he really showing us something? Right. And he had a uh, meter like, fall from that. Sure. Just, he's, not, he's not worth anything right now to the team. No, no, it's not. He's, he's hurting the team. Yeah. He's, he's. Yeah, he's a thorn in the team's side offensively. And so I don't know how you can justify putting him in there at this point every day when you have – now, if you didn't have other options, it would be one thing. Um, that's how I got there to begin with. But when you have uh, Gunnar Henderson and Jordan Westberg, yep. it, it doesn't make sense for him to play. And I think is Ortiz still even on the team? Joey Ortiz is, is in Norfolk now. He went down for Westberg. Yeah. All right. And by the way, he's on fire at Norfolk. He's sitting like 500 since he went back down. Right. Um, and Ortiz is just as good as Mateo defensively. And offensively, he's better right now. So why is Mateo here and Ortiz is not? Well, it's an issue of options and salary. Yeah, you're right. But that's it. it. It's got to be available options. Yeah. So, but Ortiz should be here. If you want the best roster, uh, it involves Joey Ortiz and does not involve Jorge Mateo at this point. But I still like Jorge Mateo as, you know, Pinch runner, defensive replacement. Uh, I like that. Right, um, yeah, on the bench. I'm fine with him on the bench. Yeah. I, but, but when you play every day, I expect you to contribute. Yeah, but 
Elias and Hyde has these have long leashes with underperformers. Uh, you saw it with Chirnos and Odor last year. I mean, Adam Frazier is not great offensively. Um, but we seem to have long leashes with some of these players. Not, not with the young players. Not with the young players. If you're Joey Ortiz, if you're Kyle Stowers, if you're Taryn Vavra, you have a short leash. But if you're some of these older veteran players, um, there seems to be a much, much, much longer leash um, as opposed to these younger players. So I'm curious to see how long we can continue to watch Mateo play like this because when your offense is struggling, it's not just Mateo's fault, but having an automatic out does not help the offensive struggles. Correct. All right, let's get to but let's get to Jordan Westbrook. Josh, thoughts on on what you've seen from Jordan Westbrook so far? Um, uh, I feel like they've been very slow playing Westbrook, even at the pro level. Like he's not playing every day. I'm ready for him to be in there. I know they say he's got like what back injuries or something. So he's I know he was on the bench again today. Or today was a hand thing because he got hit yesterday. Yeah, yeah, he, he, yeah. So, he got hit in that key situation, and so I know he's a little banged up. But yeah, he, he, he's, he played before that. He played in, I think it was five out of six games. He's playing every day. All right. Maybe I just, maybe it's just the games I happened to turn on. He wasn't playing. No, no. Jordan Westbrook is an everyday player. All right. No, I'm happy with Westbrook. Uh, he, his first game, um, he showed up against the Reds, right? Isn't that, wasn't that his first game? And he got a hit. He got an RBI. He got a walk. I he mean, scored a run. He did it all. Yeah. Yeah. He did it all. And he also made that really cool play playing second base where he just flipped it to, to second for the out. Yeah. I've liked his defensive. He did. He had some defensive flash with the Twins as well. I know he didn't get any hits uh, with the Twins, but the entire team didn't. The yeah. whole offense is down. Sure. And and you can look at the stat sheet, and you can look at. I think when we talk about Gunnar Henderson at shortstop, oh, he can move to third, but he's good enough to play short. And now we're talking about Jackson Holiday shortstop, and Jordan Westbrook. I think is a guy that always says, "Well, he's not going to yeah. stay short," but. I mean, I think the word is like Jordan Westbrook is good enough to play shortstop for other teams. It's not like he's bad defensively. It's no. not like he's a liability defensively. It's just that the other guys are so good. Um, and so Jordan Westbrook has the flexibility to move to second or third. But and this team, if you think about the makeup of this team in the infield, Arias can play third and second and first. Gunner can play third and short. I think he played second a couple of times last year. I don't know if he's played second all this year. Westbrook can play third and second. Like there's just so much flexibility. Um, Ortiz is the same way, where he can play all the infield positions. Uh, yeah. that it makes it kind of fun, and you can move guys around based on your needs. And I'll tell you what, I like it. He has had 19 at bats and only two strikeouts. Yeah, I love those numbers. The yeah. strikeouts are the most irritating thing. So yeah. the fact that and that's down low, that's great. And listen, he's a power hitter. He's a power hitter. He had um, over 30 home runs. If you kind of Take away his full season at, at Norfolk, combining right. the first half of this year and the second half of last year. He's got over 30 home runs there at Norfolk in in the equivalent of 162 games. So he's going to hit home runs. He's a power hitter. He hasn't shown that yet. Um, but he has shown. I mean, he hits the ball hard. Uh, he's one of these. And it seems like every guy we bring up, you know, Gunner, Adley, now Jordan, they just, the ball flies off the bat. They hit the ball hard. Well, and that's got to be something that they're doing down in the minors. They're definitely doing something right with developing these bats. Josh, it's wild. That they're patient at the plate, and they've got really good barrel rates. Kobe Mayo has, I think, 17 home runs already this year. He's having a monster year. We already talked about Jackson Holiday. There's a guy also, uh, Jude Fabian, who we drafted last year, who's having a Judd. Judd, Judd Fabian. Yeah, Judd, <laughs> Judd Fabian. Judd Fabian, who's having a monster who, year. Who I never heard he, of until this year. 
Well, he just, just he just drafted last year, so he's not like he's been in the system okay. forever. All right. He's a new guy. Um, and so he's having a great year. Um, and then, of course, our AAA team is just stacked from Connor Norby to we already talked about Heston, uh, Kowser, Heston Kirstad. Yeah. Seems like the real deal. They won the uh, so, first half championship. Yeah, so I don't know about pitching development here at all with the Orioles. Or that's TBD. No, but the bats are but working. But the bats, we, we know what we're doing. We know what we're doing in producing, you know, good batters and guys who can hit. Uh, and this is just, I think, the tip of the iceberg because we got some guys, Kowser, Kerstet, Mayo, who are coming. Uh, it's going to be fun to watch. Right. All right, so we'll go with Westberg. We'll go with Westberg. Yep, very happy. Let's out. broaden this out, though. Uh, when's the next guy come up? When's Kowser? Oh, well, I was going to say with the crowded infield. All right. It seems like Joey Ortiz is good enough to be on this team. Yeah. He's now on this team. Taron Vavra, I don't even know where Taron Vavra is, to be honest. I haven't seen his name in a while. No. Um, but he's another infielder. Make it lost. Connor, Connor, Connor Norman, you play second base. Fraser, every time, I'm a, every time I write a count Fraser out, he performs yeah. well. If you're Hyder Elias, what's Josh your ideal... Infield? infield look like yeah if you if you were on the team what's your everyday infield lineup with this crowded infield all right let's see i'll put gunner at third westbrook at short urias at second uh santander at first so that i can fit in more outfielders all right i i fraser doesn't do much for me except like i said every time i'm ready to be done with him he performs uh I don't Varvra get rid of. I don't care. Mateo put him on the bench, bring him in as late in a guy. Uh, who else am I missing? Is that is that it? Is that our yeah. infield? Yeah, I mean, I would. I mean, go, I don't even. I'm not even real concerned about Mountcastle. The other, the other, I mean, or, yeah. and O'Hearn. Get, get rid of O'Hearn. What? Are you insane? Get rid of O'Hearn. I don't okay. need O'Hearn on this team. Okay, I don't understand that you might want to look up O'Hearn's stats before you talk more about O'Hearn but 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 my ideal lineup would be all right um and would be a third Ramona Rios gold glove winner why are you putting him at third because he won the gold glove there last year yeah but Gunnar's got the best arm and the best range okay exactly so you're putting him at short because of that he's my shortstop all right and Westberg is second and O'Hearn's first and if you don't want O'Hearn at first um, you might want to look that he's batting 297 this year, has six home <laughs> runs, OBP at 344. You might want to look at those stats before you d- dismiss O'Hearn fine, so quickly. Fine, fine, fine. O'Hearn can stay, but I still don't like it. All right. Um, so it's not my idea. But then the odd man out for me, that kind of next guy up is Joey Ortiz, and I'm almost tempted to put Joey Ortiz at second and Westbrook at third and do all the young guys. Uh, and get Urias out. Yeah, I'm almost tempted to do that. But, but can, I'm, I'm uh, Has Ortiz played first? We can get O'Hearn out of here. Um, didn't uh, Ramon Arias played first today, so Ramon Arias True. can go there first. True. Um, and then, so that's a Hyde question, though, and then I feel like there's a larger question about um, Elias. Do you trade because you have a plethora of talent, or, I mean, we've seen it already. Well, Injuries happen. Stuff going on with Ryan Mountcastle. That's a whole different, when that's they, a whole different discussion that we need, like, a, almost a whole episode to get to kind of dig into trade talk and all because all right. it's a balance also of like just sticking with the guys that got you here and you don't want to abandon the guys that got you here yeah. even though you've got these young guys coming up that can take you to the next level i'll tell you right now adam frazier isn't going anywhere i know people wanted him traded and he wasn't no, he's got no fields. value 
to anyone else. He's got no value. Well, and he has, even if he had value, he has tremendous value to hide and to Elias. Why? I don't know, but he does. You mean just because they like him? Yes, because he's a veteran leader and he's right. a baseball player and whatever else they say about him. I just don't, I think they really like him and I don't think he's going anywhere. All right. And it's not always about the production, the numbers on the field. It's Is there any way? Can we? room and clubhouse and all that stuff. All right. Can all we that just, nonsense. Can we just make a whole team of these old guys <laughs> that, that hide likes? We can get put in Fraser. We can put in Varvara. We can put in uh, McCann. We can yeah. put Hicks on this team. Hey, th- this is the beauty about being a, a manager. We used to complain about Buck Showalter's love affair with Ryan Flaherty and his hatred of Hyunsoo Kim. Yep. I mean, it's the privilege of being a manager. You can play your favorite guys and bench the guys you don't like. It's, it's the perks of being um, the, you think Hyde, the head guy. You think Hyde's making these calls or Elias? Well, this is a discussion we had before. I think it's probably conversations, right? <laughs> I don't think they're fighting about it. I would imagine right. they're cooperative conversations where they're talking about where... where. But I, I, I don't think... Hyde would be going against Elias's wishes, and I don't think I would imagine Hyde's not fighting with Elias about the lineup. No, either. I think it's I a, think so a joint decision. No, and you know how it goes. Hyde would always want the best guys up right away. Sure. And so Elias has I, to I, hold him back a little. I bet Hyde would prefer if Grayson Rodriguez was there. I bet True. Hyde would prefer if Colton Cowser was there. Um, yeah, but Mike Elias, you know, has his reasons. All right, let's get to the crowded outfield. Well, I don't know how long we're going. But yeah, we're like 35 minutes in. All right, let's get the crowd outfield real quick. The um, Kowser. Yep. Michael Elias said he's ready. Michael Elias said he's proved what he needs to right. prove at Norfolk. <laughs> Waiting for an injury. We just don't have a spot for him right now. Yeah, looking for a pothole. Yeah. Um, Keegan Aiken found a pothole last week. Um, but the reason Keegan Aiken found a pothole, Josh, is that Keegan Aiken's not very good. Right. We don't have anyone like that. Hayes is good. Mullins is good. Hicks has been good. Is Hicks uh, is Santander Hicks, is Hicks is coming down? I I mean I don't I don't see the Orioles making the move to bring in Hicks just to dismiss him after he's been great for a month and had a couple bad weeks just walking away from Hicks. I don't see that happening. I don't see Elias going so back you, on the I think Hicks is here to stay. You think it's waiting for Cowser's just gonna have to wait for an injury? Josh, sometimes injuries never happen, though. Well, yeah, ideally injuries don't happen. Right. All right. So. And 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 he hinted at when Mullins got hurt. Right. He hinted that he didn't say, but he said Cowser would have been, you know. Yeah, if Cowser was healthy. Very much in consideration for that spot if he was healthy, but he right. was hurt in that same time period. So the, a whole kind of Grace Rodriguez thing um, where just the injury it was terrible timing. Right. Is there uh, anything we can do to get Kowser up here and on the bench? No, because I think, like Westberg, who's played five out of six games or five out of seven you want games, him every day. Kowser will play every day. Yeah, but you can move Santander to DH when you're not putting Adley at DH. Yeah, I mean, you could argue that there's ways to make it fit. Um, and it's easy to point out that there's an easy guy to move if you wanted to move him who plays outfield, and that's Ryan McKenna, right? You could make an argument. Oh, I, I totally forgot McKenna's still on this team. Yeah. Um, you can make an argument that you could move Ryan. Ryan but McKenna's, McKenna's, McKenna's a high guy. Um, but but I, I think there's a bunch of guys in here. Mullins, Hicks, Santander, Hayes, right? That's four guys for three yeah. outfit spots that Elias wants to see play every day. Right. And so now all of a sudden you're going to have five. I mean, the good thing about McKenna 
is they don't want to play him every day. So there's no pressure to like to get him in the line. Right, right. But you're right. Where there's going to be pressure right. to get Hayes, all these other guys in the line. Hayes, Mullen, Santander, Hicks are all proven guys in these positions. Right, who who want playing time. Yep. Uh, and I think when Kowser's brought up, he's not going to be in a McKenna role. I think McKenna, one of his talents is that he can do that role. Um, so do you even waste bringing him up for an injury if you think it's one of these guys that's going to come back in two, three weeks? Yeah, I don't. I think it's got to be a long-term thing. I so how? Trade? Does that go back to we, we options to trade someone? Yeah, I just I don't see any other situation where he, how he can get here, but he's ready. But then if you talk about the trade, that, that means you're going to trade a regular outfielder? No, you're going to trade Kalser. You're not trading Kalser. You're out there saying he's ready, so someone else will give you, give you uh, cash for him. No. Hopefully a player, but it seems like all we trade for is cash. No, I don't, I don't think Kalser's getting traded. Um, then you're trading Santander because you're not trading Hayes. You're not trading Mullins. Hicks has no value. Santander is not getting traded either. This is a team Josh that lacks power. He's he's he hits the most yeah, home runs for us. Yeah, that's true too. He leads the team in RBI and home runs, and this is a team who needs more home runs. Um, I so, mean, honestly, if you look at that list of outfielders, yeah, but you know, you know, he's going to want to make some moves at the trade deadline. Yeah. So in order to bring in a a good pitching that we know we need, you're going to have to get up, give up something good. Yeah, I I mean I, I have no disillusions. I. I would not be surprised at all if the Orioles made zero moves to trade that deadline. If I was a betting man and the over-under was two for the moves I'd, I'd I was go making, under. I'd go under. I'd bet under. If or, it was one, I don't know. I I don't know. The, the problem I might with, push. The problem with an over-under bet is we know Michael Elias likes to do the small little crap that means nothing to the rest of us. Yeah, I mean, it might just be a, a, a middle-of-the-bullpen arm, right? That 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 could be the deal. Well, that's all. that's what we want. Like, or I'd be perfectly happy with a middle of the bullpen arm, an established like long relief guy. Sounds good. Or it could be Josh. Uh, prepare yourself. It could be Austin Hayes being traded for two eighteen-year-olds you never heard of. No, it won't be that. Like Josh, it could be that. No, you're not going to trade away this year for something that might happen in three years. You don't trade away good for good now. You don't trade away an all-star now while you're making a push for the playoffs. For something in a couple of years, Josh. It was uh, how short is your memory? Jorge Lopez, Trey Mancini, traded away. That wasn't a real push for young, young, young players. We weren't making a push for the playoffs. We weren't trying to make the playoffs last year. No, we had no chance last okay. year. I'm just saying it's possible, Josh. You trade Austin Hayes for a couple. We, 18 we have had three winning months in a row. We have not lost. We have not been swept since Adley Rushman came up here. Trading Trey Mancini last year. It's nothing like trading Austin Hayes this year. I, I think it's similar. We have the third best record in baseball. Okay. Where, to, where were we last year when you traded Trey Mancini? Um, well, how about this? Right now, fan graphs, because that's what Michael Elias cares about. Yeah, percentages. It? 20%. Um, right. Well, this year, right now, 60% to make the playoffs. Okay. 60. 60. All right. So, so. I, bet, I bet last year was it was probably 20. No. Or 30. No. Yeah, at the no, trade deadline? Well, no, we tracked it last year. We never got above 4%, I'd say, last year. Oh, that's not true. That's not true. We were close in that. I don't think so. Go back and look at the numbers. We'll have to go back and look at the numbers after this podcast. We'll revisit our next one, the specific numbers. But, but Josh, here's why. Here's why. You trade Austin Hayes for a couple 18-year-olds. Just stay with me. And the team gets better. 
What? The Orioles right. get back. No, I, mean, I know. Like, You're like, saying depth. You're saying because Kowser comes up and takes that spot. I'm saying it's possible that Colton Kowser right now is a better player than Austin Hayes. The All-Star right. Austin Hayes. Is that possible? Maybe that's dumb. I think it's possible, though. Not the way. Not You're not going to get the same performance out of Kowser this year that you're getting out of Hayes this year. I, I don't know. I think that's debatable. I think full package, Kowser is, I think, might be a little better, little better defensively. It's a little bit faster, better arm. Um, I know Austin Hayes, everyone loves Austin Hayes' arms. I think Colton Kowser is a better outfielder. Um, And I think he gets more walks, higher OBP guy, doesn't strike out. I I think he could fit your roster. I think he could fit the roster. I don't think he could put up the numbers of Hayes because Hayes is having a great uh, stellar year. Right. A.K.A. selling high. I get the selling high. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm not trying to ship Austin Hayes out of here, Josh. I'm just trying to because I love Austin Hayes and I want to just want to make you just want to make room for Cal. I just want to see Colton Cowser play. I don't know how it's going to happen. I just don't know how it's going to happen. Elias doesn't know how to happen. Elias says he's ready. No, but Elias can't put him anywhere. Right, it's a tricky spot. And I can totally see Elias going into this trade deadline and doing nothing because he can easily sell me on doing nothing. He can say, "Oh, we have." Middle relief issues. Well, John Means is coming back in three weeks, and he's going to go in the bullpen. Or, or better yet, um, Grace Rodriguez is coming up in two weeks, um, and Cole Irvin is moving to the bullpen. Exactly. Or Dean Kramer is moving to to the bullpen. Right. You can move some of these starters. I can can see the arguments of saying these guys are coming up. Uh, DL Hall showed up out of nowhere, and suddenly we're going to put him in. No, DL Hall is not wearing an orange (laughs) uniform this year. No, he's. What happened to DL Hall? He is something's going on with is him. Is he? Is he? Does he have injury with his protection, or is program? he in the doghouse? Like no. What What happened he's, was? He's, why is he in Sarasota? So he's pitching. He was pitching at uh, Norfolk as a starter, right? And yeah. the whole thing was we're not moving to the bullpen. He's going to be a starter. Then they made an announcement. I don't, I don't know the timeline here. I'm going to mess the timeline. But they made an announcement saying, "Listen, we're going to cut back his innings as a starter." Right. And he's going to throw. He's going to do a piggyback. Throw three innings or whatever. Then they realize his velocity is down. They're all the velocity is down. That's right. That's weird. So then it's a um, panic. And so I didn't say panic. It's just trying to figure out what's going on here. Get back to velocity. And so they remove him from the Norfolk rotation and they send him to wherever it is, Sarasota. Sarasota. Yeah. To work in the spring training complex, to work on stuff. Um, I assume they're doing all the analytics all you know, of the whatever stuff that they have down there to try to kind of figure him out all right um and so i think i mean the fact that he could come from there to norfolk to the Orioles, i think is a pipe dream um I, and i and I, I don't know what's happening the day-to-day because no one knows i guess what's the day-to-day situation with dl hall it almost seems like there's more to the story right than, they than, caught it than we being they caught told. it deliberate physical training Pays while continuing to keep his arm going. Right. Which which sounds like, I don't know, like he's like you with Pablo Sandoval when he comes in 300 pounds and trying to get yeah, in shape. I don't get it. Yeah. It's it's odd. Um, I don't know. I'll tell you, I tried to pull, while you're talking about that, I tried to open an article from the Baltimore Banner. I tried to open an article from the Washington Post. I tried to open an article from the Baltimore Sun all about this. Yeah. And they're all paywalls. I can't get past them unless I send them all a dollar. Nothing's free these days. It's ridiculous. Support your local paper. Uh huh. Which one of those? But, but which one the, of those do you subscribe but to? But not none of them. But not the athletic because the athletic no longer has local writers. Right, and I and I do pay for the athletic. I got to cancel that yeah, one. Yeah, cancel that one and go to the Baltimore Banner. Yeah. 
So, yeah. So, I mean, we'll just see how the Colton Cowser thing plays out because um, it's tough when you say a prospect is ready, but we have no spot for him. That's a weird spot to be in. Yeah, it's a spot we haven't been to in many years. I don't even remember during the good buck years. We still always had a spot we could we could fit someone in if we got a better person. Yeah, and I think Colton Cowser is that good. Um, yes, I don't know. I don't know. But I don't know. How, how long can you keep a top prospect in Norfolk crushing it and not call him up? How long can you do oh, that? Can you do that the whole season? Like if they don't make any moves trade deadline, can you just – and there's no injuries? Can well, you keep it down the entire season? I don't know if you I can think do it, that. Does it get trickier? It gets – it makes us more anxious as fans. But does it make it trickier for you as the GM when the offense struggles the way it has this past week? Yeah, I mean, I think the Orioles, who you mentioned, had a winning month every month of the year, had the second yes. best record in the American League, third best record in baseball. I think it, it's, L- it's still lost true. Four games in a row for the first time this past week. Yeah, you you have wiggle room, right? Like you have room to to slump. Right. It's not the no one's no all good teams slump. Yeah, no one's running around with their. You know, I we would play the Yankees today. You look at the rosters top to bottom. I, I mean, I, I don't see the Yankees roster being far superior to the Orioles roster. Like, we have a good roster with a good team. Um, so I, I don't think there's there's need to panic. I don't think there's need to, to pull a trigger just because. I mean, we bought Rustberg up a week ago. Right. Thinking, I mean, he's, and he was an, supposed to be an offensive upgrade. And he's been fine offensively. But, you know, you've watched enough Trout Angels teams to know that one guy – doesn't really matter when the whole team is struggling. Um, but ju- but just real quick, to, to, to prove my point with Colton Cowles, just to wrap up this, this discussion, um, he's had 203 at-bats this year, um, so large sample size. And if you take his whole mind on the career, he's had 800 at-bats. Uh, has an OBP this year, this year, of 459. He gets on base almost half the time. Okay. That's amazing. He's batting average this year, 330. All right, I'd like to see that in Ten New York runs. tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, for his career in the minors, his OBP is 431. Like, the kid just gets on base. He doesn't strike out a lot. He walks a ton. I mean, he is your gunner, your Adley. I mean, he is up that of that kind of um, ilk. Um, he bats. He's a left-handed, too. We, uh, you know, we love our left-handed batters at Camden Yards. Um, so, yeah, I... He should be here. He should be here now. He's proved all he has to do in the minors, so the numbers speak for themselves. Right. Um, so we'll see. I'm curious to see what happens with that. All right. Well, we lost the first one in New York. Uh, we've got three more. Classic Yankee fashion, what? up by one run, and you're just waiting for it to be blown and laid uh, in. Up by one. We were up by three at one point. Um, yeah, 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 sure. And then there was two solo home runs by um, the eight and ninth hitters yeah. in the Yankees lineup. Typical Tyler Wells. Well, just give him the solo home runs, but pitch well enough to win. There's yep. no doubt about that. No, no. When you hand off the ball, uh, two, three. Yeah. Yeah. It's And it's good. I mean, I think it's good for Cano to be put in these tight spots and he had that wild pitch. But, it, I mean, this is a guy who's getting kind of his first major league season this year. So it's good for him to pitch in that hostile environment because this is, you know, that kind of that it was a sellout at Yankee Stadium, kind of that playoff vibe. And I'll tell you what. Mm, 
look at the wild card situation. This very likely could be a Yankee Orioles wild card type situation series. So, um, I mean, I like Kenobi and putting these spots, even though he didn't, he wasn't successful because he had that wild pitch. Um, I like him being put in high leverage situations because he needs to kind of experience these high leverage situations, and hopefully that'll pay dividends down the road. Right. Um, I also cool Coolum gave up the big home run. Um, he gave up that big home run to the Braves too. It reminded me of that flashback to we were at the Braves game. Yeah. And he hit gave that big home run to that former Blue Jay jerk, but. Um, he concerns me too, and he seems to hang too many pitches in big spots. I mean, there's something about coming in a big spot, and Coolum's really good, I feel like, where there's no pressure, but it seems like, and maybe this is just kind of my own recency bias and confirmation bias of, of seeing the Braves game and now this game, but um, the bullpen, and then you know, the, the bullpen, the back end, I like Bauman, I like Cano. I like Batista. Coolum, I'm okay with. Um, outside of that, I really don't like anybody in that bullpen. Right. But, and unfortunately, you can't throw those guys every single game. All right. So, another position where Elias, if he wanted to, could upgrade. Sure. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, but yeah, this is a big series. We lost the first game. We have, we have a couple more there in Yankee Stadium, but it's, it's big in terms of, it just feels big with sellouts at Yankee Stadium, playing in New York. Right. It's the Yankees. Tomorrow's at 1 o'clock. It's going to be sold out. It's going to be packed. It's yeah. going to be July 4th crowd. Yeah. So and we got Gibson, Kramer, and Bradish for the next three. Yeah. And, yeah. and, it's, and it's big because, I mean, listen, we're, this is, we're, we're fighting for spots in the AL East, and we play each other less, right? So it's almost like these games are amplified because we play them less, and... It's going to come down to, I mean, at the end of the season, do, do you think the Orioles and Yankees will be separated by more than two or three games? I find it unlikely. I think the Orioles and Yankees and Rays and Blue Jays and maybe even the Red Sox are going to be battling out all season. And so when we play each other head-to-head, uh, it's really important that you play well because that could be the difference in where you end up at the end of the year. Yeah, totally. So, I mean, we'll see. Hopefully... I mean, I've weirdly have more confidence in our pitching right now than, than I do our offense, even playing at Yankee Stadium. It's been a down week run. for the offense. You know one of these games we're going to put up 10 runs. It's what we do. 10 runs, and then it's like uh, we struggle to get three for the next day. Yeah, and, and for, I mean, we were playing, you know, a guy and, today who just coming off a, a perfect game, and it felt like it felt like the bats were coming back alive. I mean, we had... Um, I think Rutschman right had three hits, or Hearn had a couple hits. It felt like Santander had a couple hits. Um, like the middle of our lineup came through, but then we just couldn't get those. Yeah, if we can, if we can split with, hits. if we can split with New York, and then take the series back with Minnesota this weekend, then we're in a great position going into the All Star break. Yeah, yeah. Um, and today we lacked. I mean, I think one of the differences in today's game. Is and this concerns me a little bit about going forward. Well, no, no Hayes today, that hurt. No Hayes or Westberg, um, but the lack of home run power, right? They yep. had, we saw the Yankees have what three home runs, um, two solos, and then the three run homer. The Orioles had one extra base hit, um, or I guess two because Santander had a double, and Rutschman had a double, but no home runs, just two extra base hits. So we need power this lineup. I like O'Hearn a lot. 
he just doesn't really hit for power a lot. Um, and, and he's sitting in the middle of our lineup. Right. Um, if you look at our, our middle, like four, five, six, O'Hearn, Arias, Mullins, they're just not hitting for power right now. Uh, this lineup needs punch, needs power. And unfortunately, the lineups right now does not have. So that means you have to string together two or three or four hits yep. to score a run, which we're having a hard time doing. Right. So how are we doing on your wheel? We cover all your topics? We'll get to Mass another time. Um, oh, Masson's real simple. Here's what, well, here, let me tease Masson for you. Okay. Because this is what we can talk about later this week. Okay. Is the Masson lawsuit stuff all got settled. For 2012 to 2016, at least, it got settled. And they say since that's settled, it'll all come off of that. Now, Masson has had money in escrow sitting aside to have to pay this. Sure. So the report came out that Masson now must pay $100 million to the Washington Nationals and $100 million to the Baltimore Orioles. So everyone keeps talking about this Masson thing as the Orioles having to pay the Nationals. But the Orioles get $100 million out of this escrow money as well that they've been setting aside. So now we're that going... It's already there. Yeah, but it was in a bank account that they couldn't touch. Right. And now it's given to them. Right, but it's not like the Orioles have to find under their couch no. cushions No, for exactly. We don't have to find $100 million. Right. The court said, here's $100 million you can spend now. Right. So now we're going out there. We've got free agency in the fall. We've got some trade deadline stuff where, hey, can we lock people up long term? And we got $100 million that you can't say we might not have anymore. We know we have it. Right. And we sold about a, a million City Connect jerseys. <laughs> exactly. That we can now attendance, turn into. Attendance is up, what, 20%, 30% this year? Yeah, it's up. It's up. I think it's one of the highest jumps up in Major League Baseball, which shows winning brings people back, it's as, along with not giveaways. Not a mystery, yeah. We've that Hawaiian, for a while. Hawaiian shirts definitely packed the yard. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it, it's it's interesting. Um to see if what the Orioles can do now, but we, they got $100 million is what, twice our current payroll for this year? Oh, yeah, I think more than that, right? I think we're, I would guess uh, we're well, in the 60s. Yeah. 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 So, so that's, that's the, that's the massive thing that we can talk about later when we talk right. about later this week. Let's talk about some trade candidates and stuff. And, sure. You know, I don't know if the $100 million will get us a Tani, but it's a start. Yeah. Well, the, thank you for bringing up um, <laughs> that. The, but, I mean, I think it clears the way for the Nationals to be sold. Um, yes, which, which makes it. And, and there's a lot of talk about, again, we can, I guess we'll talk about this. There's a lot of talk about the Wizards and the Caps moving out of D.C. and moving to Northern Virginia. Right. So then they can pull from that whole fan base of Northern Virginia and yeah, uh, and this people, guy, whatever, owns Lerner. Yeah, Lerner already owns them. Right, and now people are saying he wants to buy the Nats to to make right. his own. And TV then the station. talk is that the Nats would, if the, you're going to move the Wizards and the uh, Caps, you're going to move the Nationals also to Northern Virginia, right. which does really well for the Baltimore Orioles. Get them right. further away, further away from us. Then it's the more they're in Virginia, the yeah. less. It's like you got those border Oriole fans. Yeah. Those and suddenly Anne Arundel County and Howard County is a little further from Nats Park, yeah. which is what you keep wanting. Yeah. Um, and I mean, the reverse is true too. Makes it would make the Orioles sell easier too when that happens. <laughs> For Nashville. What? No. To no. A new you mean owner, locally, locally a move, to a new owner. To a yeah. New owner, new owner locally. Yeah, yeah. The Orioles are not moving. When Cal Ripken buys Orioles, it'll make it easier. Right. No, when the when right. the, the sale happens, the Orioles will, I think will happen. 
Um, but it, yeah, local. When we say the Orioles will sell, we just don't, a new ownership. We don't mean they're moving. No, just a new ownership. We both agree Major League Baseball will never allow the Orioles to move. Which, which we're, I think we're going to be great for new ownership. But it also makes you wonder that whole thing with ownership too. I think it plays into trades and free agency because yeah, maybe less likely to pursue big dollar candidates. If you're well, trying that's to prepare what, to sell, you want to be right. Have, that's what you, you see with the Nationals going down and and selling off big contracts, right? So the new to sell, right? So the new owner isn't burdened with these yes. contracts, but, and you can attract more but, buyers. But what also helps attract buyers is a World Series championship. Oh yeah, or or, or uh, yeah, a team set up to be in contention every year in Correct. the playoffs, which yep. is how we're set up now. And a, and attendance going up helps as well. Oh yeah, helps the you know when whenever. John, I know he's gonna, you know, pull pull back the, the the uh, the curtain and and show the books. And when he, when he does that, the, <laughs> whatever the a, books a, are never being shown. The attendance will numbers will show that it's good now, for the books. His next uh, his next press conference will be to announce another concert. Yeah. So. All right, we, I think we did good with these topics. I think we did great. Yeah, yeah. More, I I have a list of like most tra- most tradable Orioles and. Um, most untradable Orioles that we'll get to in our trade discussion later. Oh, the most untradable. That's a good topic. Yeah, I got I got six guys. I yeah, got- I can tell you your untradables. Adley, Gunner, Kowser, uh, Westberg. I don't have Kowser or Westberg on there. All right, so you're saying current guys. You're saying Santander because he's our only power. Well, I have two prospects on there. All right, All right we'll get to it later this week. Yeah, we'll get to it later. See, you thought you could name them all, and Santander's not on there either. You, you, you don't know. You don't know my list. Oh, because I didn't think about pitching. And Sorry, I, I forgot pitching. And and I yeah, your rest of your list is pitching. I got two pitchers on there. All right, six. All right. all right. So far, you only got what I got Adley three. Gunner and Jackson. Did you say Jackson Holiday? No, I didn't say Jackson Holiday oh, okay. because I thought then you were saying Major League Talent. No, only. I got two prospects on there. Oh, Kirstead. No, he's not on there either. All right. We'll get to we'll get to another show. We'll get to another show. Let's right. let's skip. Let's try to record during the day sometimes so Burke can join us too. All right, sounds good. All right, boys and girls, sorry for the delay. Yeah, we'll try not to take multiple weeks off again. Yeah, but sometimes it happens. Internet issues, right? Yeah, life happens. Yeah, but in the meantime, appreciate you guys listening. Go ahead to uh, iTunes, write us a five star review. Remind us how much you appreciate us so we'll be less likely to take a week yeah. off. Hey, uh, oh, Matt. Yeah. I got to tell you about this. Okay. Uh, there's go. a new gimmick that, three, three, that a 336 started that I'm all for. Yeah. And I think you'd be for this too. Okay. If you have a question about the Orioles, most people send it to us via Twitter, right? Sure. Do you respond to them? Sometimes Facebook Messenger. Okay. I got a new one. Okay. Venmo. Okay. A 336er out there Venmoed me $1 with a question for the Orioles. Oh, nice. And I answered that question. So then he sent me another dollar and another question. Oh, wow. So I will now answer all questions via Venmo. You send me a question anywhere else, I'll probably answer it. You send it via Venmo, I'll definitely answer it. What? Like, do you have to send money when you send a message on Venmo? (laughs) Yes, you do. That's the deal? (laughs) Yes, you do. He put it in like, because Venmo is about sending money back and forth. So he put it in as like his notes about what the money was for was a question about the Orioles. Uh, so when you respond, do you, do you respond with the dollar back? No, you can reply without oh, a dollar back. Without dollar so back. I, yeah. All right. Yep. All right. Yeah, that's, that's a new one. <laughs> exactly. I thought that was fun. I have to re-download my Venmo. 
All yeah. right. You can follow us on Twitter at Section336 or on Venmo, I guess, as well. Um, at Section336Show. You can like us on Facebook. You can follow Josh on Twitter. At Josh Soroka. And check out BirdlandSports.com. Uh, 25% off this week off all shirts related to the players that made the All-Star game. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Maybe we can. I don't know if there's an update to your situation, too, with Birdland Sports. We can get into another day. Uh, really good conversations with Major League Baseball and continuing conversations with Major League Baseball Players Association. All right. Fair so enough. So all shirts right now had to make some changes, but I think we're in good standing. All right. So quick update there. Yeah. I like how, well, we can get to the mass and stuff next week. And I mean, we'll next episode. Well, let me just talk about mass. Oh, we can get to Berlin. Let me just talk about it. All right. Fine. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at section three, three, six. You already did that. Well, no, I did the show three, three, six, six. Okay. The show Twitter, my personal Twitter section three, three, six. Thanks for listening, boys and girls. And as always go O's and call up Cowser. <laughs>